0: I've talked a lot about the kel KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the kel KSG? Well, like everything that kel invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of twelve plus one, so that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better, because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one, that's fifteen shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either; it makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at keltecweapons.com. That's K E L. Tec weapons.com again to find out more visit keltechweapons.com Dana lashe's absurd truth podcast now apparently we're all gonna we're spending five billion dollars on bike paths right what else bike paths and speed cameras he I, you can tell he's real excited about this because he worked on it. This is what he was doing while you're like waiting for it, while your babies are starving, except they're sending a whole bunch of stuff at the border because Jensaki says, well, yeah, because th- they should have it. And meanwhile, you know, screw your babies. Uh second like Michael J- Jordan meme. Blank them kids. That's what <laughs> you got to go. Dude, you knew at some point it was going to come into play. Here it is. He's announced a new initiative, and it's called the Safe Streets and Roads for All and so they're going to have the the yeah bicycle i kind of think we need fewer bicyclists no offense but some of them are bad okay sidebar so this is one bicyclist i've seen her a couple times she's an older woman and i purposely i think she actually purposely gets out to screw up traffic she'll be on a two lane road during rush hour rush hour evening rush hour holding up everybody holding up everybody and then she'll go through a roundabout on a bike little bicycle goes through a roundabout and everybody like stuck because they can't they're like really oh bicycles and she doesn't use her turns like she doesn't give her hand signals as to where she's turning i saw an accident one time i've seen her i've been behind her once and i've seen her she will not get over even when there's a sidewalk, she will not get on the sidewalk. She is in the middle of the road. She doesn't even ride to the side of the road where you could pass her. I one time, actually, my I had um, when I went to go pick up my son at school, he was so aggravated he took a picture of her. He's like, I've not that's when we were behind her. He's like, I can't even I can't believe this. He was in the she was in the middle of the road. Couldn't even get behind her. We have bike paths and all that stupid stuff here. Okay, so don't even with me. We got all that stuff. She thinks she's a car. She identifies as a car. I identify as a bumper car, interestingly enough. So, but I'm just saying, so I've had some bad experiences. Like, I don't mind the people who use their hand signals and, like, get over enough if there isn't a sidewalk so that you can pass like a normal person, right? I don't begrudge you that. But I've had more bad experiences than not. I was behind somebody... At a, um, a light and they had the green turn arrow to turn and there was a uh, you don't and when they have the green turn arrow you don't cross you will you get to cross when you yield you know what I mean and this bicyclist um, had been in the road and then got up on the sidewalk and there was a car in front of him and I was close enough that I did have to hit my brakes and the guy turned and the bicyclist thought he was going to keep going. The bicyclist had to stop. And the guy was going so slow that the bicyclist had time to stop the bike. And then just like hit the guy's car with his hand. He like hit it with his hand. And the car stopped because they didn't know what was going on. And then the guy started screaming at him. And I'm like, are you s- really right now? With the- really? You totally did not even have right away bike. That's what I'm talking about. It's just ridiculous. Can't deal. So... <sighs> I just bike paths. Of course he would. Remember when he fake biked when he knew the press was gonna? Oh man, hold up, hold up. I have this. When uh he got he got on a bicycle and then got back into an SUV because he wanted to. He staged a bike ride. So he had this phony. New York Post had the story. Actually, a ton of people did, and and everyone kept trying to fact check it. But they were like, no, he, he, don't, he didn't fake it. He actually did ride the bike for a little bit. That was their actual defense. So he was mocked because there was a video showing his staffers. He couldn't even load his own bike. They had it in an SUV, and they unloaded his bike so he could ride to an April 1st cabinet meeting so, he could, so all the, the, the press people could take photos of him. And then they had two SUVs follow him. So he, he's pedaling to the meeting, and, I mean, there's all... I mean, I'm watching video. It's the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. He's... He... They unpacked it for him. And then he gets on it. He gets his little helmet on. They're helping him with it. It was like watching moms help their kids with on a bike with training wheels. And... He gets on it and he's. There's your little light working. Yeah, it's working. Okay. And I like. I swear, one of them adjusted his helmet strap. And they're like, "Is everything okay? Yeah, it's all good. Okay." And they're gonna pedal off to your meeting. And they all got back in their SUVs. They all got back in their SUVs. And they. And so he's pedaling like he just came pedaling for work, right? He pedaled the whole way home from the from his house. It was a total stunt. It was a complete stunt. And he does this all the time. So he like they, and he, he wanted to say that he rode in on his bike to that cabinet meeting. And then guess what? He didn't even, he didn't ride his, back at, his bike back after. He rode it, met him again, and they put it in the SUVs. Oh my gosh. He's not even a real bicyclist. It's the, and then they followed him. The two SUVs followed him. Look, guys, he's saving the planet because he's not sitting in the SUV with the other guys in the two SUVs. He's saving the planet. That one guy riding his bike saved the world. I just think it's hysterical that they had to get it out of the SUV for him. There's nothing real. It's goofy. I mean, at least look, I'm going to give Barack Obama this. Can't even believe I'm saying this. But when he rode a bike, at least he rode the bike like to the White House and back. He didn't have somebody drop it off out of an SUV. He at least knew not to do a cheesy stunt except the time that he put he shut down all the nation's parks. Remember that? The parks were closed because the government shut down so you can't go look at nature. <laughs> this is all so dumb. So anyway, this is what we're spending money on. Oh, your baby's hungry? Tough. You know, if you want to get your baby formula, you're going to have to go down to the border and then pretend to cross over illegally so you can get at some of that formula that formula that they have because they have it in, like two different warehouses down there. Did you know that? It's two, not one. There's two different warehouses. I've had so many people telling me stuff about this. They're like, "Oh yeah, there was." It is it, it very seriously. They they have two warehouses now, and that's where geez, this is what uh, our guys doing. The, our transportation secretary. Christmas. I man, I'm telling you what. And now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech so today in obvious news pandemic babies are talking and reading and everything later in life they're missing major milestones because overburdened parents have been too busy to devote enough time to them Multiple studies show that infants are talking less because parents haven't been able to engage them in language development conversations due to the coronavirus lockdowns that they all demanded. The studies revealed that just a year into the pandemic, children's shockingly average cognitive performance was at the lowest rate that it's been in a decade. Wow, I'm so glad that we sacrificed the well-being of our children and our infants and made sure that they missed all their milestones so a bunch of people could feel great about staying at home and locking themselves up for about two years. Great job, great job, everybody! Backpats all around. Pennsylvania politics still, golly, this is just a mess. The leading Democrat in the primary has had a stroke. Uh, John Fetterman, whose gun policies aren't really different than that Dr. Oz guy, uh, no joke. Uh, he, the Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, he's the front runner for their Senate seat and uh, uh, for the Democrat primary. He said on Sunday that he suffered a stroke. He said it was a heart, cl- it was a clot from his heart, etc., etc., uh, he's still in the he's still in the race. He's apparently not going to be leaving the race. He apparently leads main rivals Connor Lamb and Malcolm Kenyatta. Democrats who I haven't been following because I don't care. And so he's been off the campaign trail since Friday. So anyway, it's almost like you know some of the people. If you look at the Republican primary over there, and you look at some of the Democrats, I don't know if there's any difference. Cincinnati Reds threw a no-hitter and they still lost to the Pirates. I feel like this is just kind of 2022 in a nutshell in a way. They did the unthinkable there. They're pitching staff through a collective no-hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and yet they still lost. They still lost. Uh, after Reds pitcher Art Warren relieved rookie pitcher uh, Hunter Green in the eighth, Pirates third baseman, hit a blooper to second base via Daily Caller that scored the lone run of the game. But it didn't. Te- that didn't technically count as a hit. And so that's the sixth team in Major League Baseball ever to, in history to lose, to toss a no-hitter and still lose despite said no-hitter man i'd be so frustrated frustrated about that there's no way uh, also a new battery powered sub room a submarine essentially it looks like something out of uh, life aquatic with steve zissou it's literally a yellow submarine a new battery powered sub has room for 120 revelers to party for 24 hours under the waves so just let me put this in in perspective for you you're going to have you're going to have uh, 120 people that you're stuck with in a metal tube under the water That you're not going to be able to get away from They said it can include a 64 seat restaurant And it can be Michelin starred And it can have an aquatic casino And all this other stuff They said the interior is 1600 feet So I'm like wait a minute How are you going to have like a subsea gym And a casino and all this other stuff When the interior is 1600 square feet How are you going to have all this stuff in here You're going to have that many people 120 people shoved into a 1600 square foot area Death sounds preferable Than something like this Can you imagine the party sub? How is this? This is never getting insured. It would never be insured. No way. Uh, Also, a tech pioneer says, prepare for the arrival of aliens from his lips to God's ears. He says, prepare for an alien invasion. I mean, we're in the middle of an alien invasion in some regards. But he said, no, no, this is like a totally different species. And we we think that they are not going to be friendly. I wouldn't be either. Have you seen us? So one of these stories happens has to do with this wisconsin middle school student who was uh got in trouble for the dumbest reason ever actually three of them in wisconsin middle school three boys were charged with sexual sexual harassment because they used the wrong pronouns wisconsin institute for law and liberty it's the keel area school district and they said that they were charged with sexual harassment uh, harassment because they called a classmate the incorrect pronouns. The complaint in March began after the boys used a biologically correct pronoun when speaking about a classmate rather than using they-them, the pronouns the student wanted. And then Rosemary Rabideau, a parent of one of the boys, told... The local media that she received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school for warning her that she was going to receive an email with the sexual harassment allegation against her son. She said, I went into shock. I was thinking sexual harassment. That's like rape, inappropriate touching. She's like, what has my son done? The principal said that her son did not use the proper pronouns. And the mom said she thought it was a joke uh, and and the that, that she thought it was an absolute joke. Using the biologically correct pronouns does not constitute a sexual harassment. Under Title IX, it's protected by the First Amendment. And so they said that the school pro- d- d- prohibits all forms of bullying and harassment. I think it's bullying and harassment to harass people into changing the scientific perceptions that they were correctly raised with and adopt your fantasy pronouns. That's harassment and bullying. If you want to have the real talk on it, that's what that's what harassment is. And the, they said the school district's position is that as soon as a student announces new pronouns, any subsequent mispronouning, which is not even a real thing, is classified as punishable, sex, sexual harassment, in violation for Title IX, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. You can't force minor. You can't force kids into, into speaking like this. But this is what the school did. This it's Keele Area School District. The district superintendent is Brad Ebert. Wow. So they get, they get in trouble and they're going to have a record because they use the correct pronoun. I didn't even know if the student is a that they were accused of mispronouning is a girl or a boy. I don't know. But that these three boys now, all they did was use the correct pronoun. That was it. Yeah, most kids are like in middle well, I mean in, in junior high, I mean you, you know middle school you know, but this is this is so stupid. It's bullying to demand that these students alter their reality to accommodate yours, your fantasy, and that's what this is. People can get upset over this simple truth all damn day. I don't care if you want to call yourself by whatever pronoun you want to, but I'm not because I like to follow science. If you don't like to follow science then That's you. You can do whatever you want. But I I don't go along with it. Your freedom does not include forcing other people to role play with you. We all don't have to cosplay. Okay. It's not where we are. This is not a big Comic Con. All right. We're not doing this. I man, these poor and now the parents have to deal with this. Now they're going to have to hire legal representation. Now. In other wokery, there was a Reuters data scientist who posted data internally that ran counter to a narrative about the rate of police shootings of black suspects versus whites, and he was fired. (sighs) Zach Kriegman. He was at Thomson Reuters for six years, six plus years. He was director of data scientists. And so he advised other divisions within the company. He had noticed changes during a lot of publications of articles that detailed white privilege on their internal collaboration platform, and then BLM rights broke out, and there was a lot of support on that platform about of BLM without any, anyone was, nobody was questioning the narrative, right? I mean, I had my own pastor of my church who actually came out and spouted the lie about, which is why I haven't been attending church regularly, in all honesty, because We're looking for another one. And I was just really disappointed that I had someone who was supposed to be a shepherd up there actually spitting lies about uh, police involved shootings and black versus white. You know, if it's if it's important enough for you to take it before the congregation, it's important enough for you to make sure that you're correct and you're not just buying into talking points, pastor. So I'm going to tell you sidebar to that. That's the kind of wokery that's going to run people out of church now with that this guy had a lot of questions about it and so he began doing legitimate academic research on blm and he came to this conclusion that everything that they were saying about it the entire the whole movement was predicated upon the premise that police more readily and easily shoot black people than white people and he said it was false and we've talked about this before the data this nowhere the data has never supported this now we know this we've seen the data but this was thompson reuters which is a media entity and they were actually looking into this and and studying this and internally that was not he said that the data was unequivocal and it showed that if anything police were less likely to use lethal force against black suspects and so he looked at he because the washington post had written a piece on this and so he was sharing this internally because he said that you know you're writing these stories based on that premise and it's incorrect and so when he shared his findings findings on the collaboration platform uh, he just was attacked by his coworkers, and they just name called him and then the next thing he knew without any kind of explanation or resolution, he um, he, was, he was fired. What? Promptly fired. Because he did not go along with the lie. He didn't go along with the narrative. Pretty wild. So he was fired. Media. This is what our media does. Man, at a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, and Orwell was correct. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I'm trying to figure out what the hell this story is that I'm about to share with you. It's from the smoking gun, and it has to do with a urine and a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know, man. This is... Anger that a neighbor's chicken had been defecating on her back patio. A family or a Florida woman allegedly retrieved. This is so disgusting. A bucket of urine from her bathroom. I don't even know how someone obtains that. And proceeded to douse the bird's owner with it. According to the arrest report. Police busted 57 year old Christine Terman on a misdemeanor battery charge. (laughs) So. It was at the Palm Haven Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg. Cops say Terman was mad at Lawrence Stenzel because of his chicken. So she got a bucket of urine from her bathroom, apparently just went out and was able to get it, which is disgusting. He said the bucket struck him in the face, caused him pain. The victim was wet and smelled of urine when police arrived, they noted in their report. They do not indicate why in the world she had a bucket of urine in the first place. At the ready. Like, who does that? Who has that just, like, in their house? So she's, she posted 500 bonds, so she's already out. And the boyfriend, apparently, was also arrested because he threatened Stenzel in the presence of police. I just, the bigger mystery here is how and why someone has a bucket of urine just there. How does that even happen? Oh, boy. Now... Uh, Speaking of of buckets, a Florida woman was charged with fleeing and eluding police and she said the arrest was on her bucket list. A real story. Uh, This woman, deputy spotted her vehicle. She was driving recklessly, a 19-year-old Florida woman. She fled from law enforcement in the Keys on Thursday. The deputy who caught her said getting arrested, she said getting arrested was on her bucket list. Janaya Douglas. She was charged with fleeing and eluding. Goodness. And... She said it was on her bucket list since high school. Just what is wrong with people? There's other things that you can, you know, I think you need like bigger goals. We've got a story from The Villages. You know what that means. The Villages. A man who stole and took wild rides in a fire truck and a community watch vehicle in The Villages says that he's not a flight risk. 32-year-old Jesse Webb pleaded with the judge to set an affordable bond so he can be released from custody. Kind of not the point of bond. He said that he's not a flight risk. He's got stable housing. He's a resident of Central Florida and has ties to the community. So his record includes previously holding a woman at Knife Point for several hours on New Year's Day on the historic side of the villages. I got to stop here. There's a historic side. Apparently, She broke freeway into a gas station, pled for help. And he was... Uh, he was had a when he was arrested, he had a bloody knife attached to his belt, so he totally did it. Uh, and then he had stolen emergency vehicles and ditched it before. He just he had stolen a bucket truck. He's st- let's look like, at it. We get a theme today: uh, golf cart, all kinds of stuff, and activated the lights on all of them. He ran the village's community watch car into a building. Told I mean, Dang. that's pretty amazing. Uh, what I'm just looking at here, he he like jackknifed this 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 car, this, this like, I guess it's a police car from the villages. That's crazy. I've never seen that bad. That's pretty bad. Anyway, so, this guy, yeah, he is totally, in, he got in trouble. I got it, I got So, like, what did people do over the weekend? Uh, let's see, there's a, uh, a one woman who is described as all methed up. She was arrested driving with hazards on and 28 used syringes of liquid meth. Her blowout's great, though Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe joins me to discuss the new FBI whistleblower exposing the government's targeting of journalists it considers political opponents. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, O'Keefe also describes the horrifying FBI raid he endured. And I'll share my very personal thoughts on the truly disturbing abortion protests I witnessed this week. Don't miss it. Follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.